0: Welcome. This is Perspective for Parents. My name is Nick Thompson, and this is a podcast for parents of adolescents. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Adolescent Rise. So, what the structure of this will be is we're going to release four episodes this week. I was thinking that this would be a good time to use this time to do a little educational piece for parents. We can use this time to learn about the developmental stage of adolescence. For five or six years, I've been doing a training for school staff called Adolescent Rise. It's normally a two-day training. Sometimes it's a one-day training. But I'm going to do my best to do a mini version of Adolescent Rise for you all. So here is the description that usually is used for the training. Okay, in Adolescent Rise, we will take a fun and in-depth look at the developmental period of adolescence. This will include debunking myths about adolescence, understanding the four qualities of adolescence, risk-taking, identity formation, social reorientation, and emotional intensity. And with this foundation, we will discuss ways to work more effectively with adolescent students. So this training is usually for school staff. I'm tweaking it to make it more geared towards parents of adolescents. So there'll be four episodes, each episode maybe like 10 to 12 minutes, and each episode will address one of the letters of the acronym RISE. First episode will be R risk-taking. Second, I, identity formation. Third, S, social reorientation. Fourth, E, emotional intensity. Because it is my belief that these are the four main hallmarks of adolescence. Risk-taking, identity formation, social reorientation, and emotional intensity. And one of the main reasons I love to talk about these things is because so often we look at those four things negatively. We complain about them. We're stressed about them. We roll our eyes about them. But all four of those things need to occur. They are adaptive qualities. All adolescents need to take risks, form an identity, reorient socially to their peer group, and experience emotional intensity. So I hope that was a good enough description to pique your interest. So let's jump in to the first quality of adolescence. R. Risk-taking. Adolescents are highly adaptable creatures wired almost perfectly for the job of moving from the safety of home into the complicated world outside. That is a quote by Daniel Siegel. I love that quote. Risk is defined as the possibility that something bad or unpleasant will happen. That word, risk, it's a bad rap. We're usually talking about it in a negative sense. He takes too many risks. It's really risky. There's a negative connotation with it. I'm here to tell you that it can be a great thing, and it needs to happen in adolescence. Why does it need to happen? Well, let's look at the experts. Lawrence Steinberg talks a lot about this need for adolescents to take risks. And why? Well, again, thinking about 99.9% of pre-human and human existence has been in a hunter-gatherer role. To understand why adolescents need to take risks, we need to think about our hunter-gatherer ancestors. So if you think about the main goal of adolescence to leave the home, survive, meet a mate, and reproduce, well, that used to be a really risky thing. It used to be a really dangerous, perilous effort, endeavor. So it totally makes sense that evolution has hardwired these young people to take more risks at this period in which they are leaving the home. Because remember, we used to have competitors who would hurt, kill us. Way back, we had predators. So again, it makes sense that our young people are wired at this particular time to take more risks. Now, for many parents, when they hear that word, risk, they begin to think about unhealthy risks. So like unprotected sex, fighting, drug and alcohol use, reckless driving, stealing, skipping school. Drinking and driving, dropping out, self-inflicted injuries. Those aren't the risks I'm talking about. I'm talking about healthy risk-taking. And this is a conversation that we need to be having more with our kids. We're spending so much time warning them about the dangers of the unhealthy risks and not enough time talking to them about the benefits and introducing them to healthy risk-taking. So what are a few of those? Taking on leadership roles. Playing sports, applying for a job, entering a contest, extreme sports, applying for college, trade school, starting a business, asking someone out on a date, joining a club, public speaking. These are healthy risks. And what I'm seeing more and more of is young people afraid to take risks. Avoiding. Risk adverse. Lawrence Steinberg, that adolescent expert, has such a great quote. The only thing more dangerous than adolescent risk-taking is an adolescent that doesn't take risks. I'm seeing so much of that. And remember, the risk-taking needs to occur. So why does it need to occur? We're not cavemen, cavewomen anymore. Because risk-taking is where we learn That's where we grow. It helps to leave the nest. It increases confidence. It builds competence. You know that whole self efficacy thing? You learn from your mistakes. Risk-taking is normal, healthy, and necessary. And our young people need to be doing more of it. If they're taking too many unhealthy risks, We need to encourage and introduce them to all these different ways to get that same level of excitement, that same release of dopamine, by trying something on the healthier side of risk. And you cannot have a conversation about risk without talking about failure. So that's a piece of it. When you put yourself out there, when you're on your edge, when you're out of your comfort zone, coming up short, failing is possible, maybe even sometimes likely. So we need to have a different conversation about failure. I use a a slide all the time in my presentations. I have it up right now. It's uh, created by Anna Vital, and it talks about the difference between failing versus being a failure. And so many of our young people and parents have created a definition of failure as being a failure. That's what you are. So being a failure is a mindset. It's permanent. It shows you gave up. It's the end of learning. That's not the failure I'm talking about. That's not the failing I'm talking about. The failing I'm talking about is an event. It's temporary. And it shows that you stretched your limits, that you're on your edge. It is also the location of where the opportunity to learn is the largest. So because they're wired to take more risks, because they need to in order to learn, to develop confidence, competence, one day leave the home and live independently, we need to be encouraging them to take risks. In addition, we need to be talking about failure differently. Our youth should be failing frequently. This is the time. Schools should be like failing factories. in the type of failing that I'm talking about, event, temporary, shows you're stretching your limits, the opportunity to learn. And oftentimes, the bigger risks that we take, and the bigger the failure, the more we learn. As my grandfather said, the deeper the plow cuts, the taller the tree grows. So parents, please remember, risk-taking isn't bad. Our kids need to be taking risks. And we can introduce them to so many fantastic, healthy risks. That will allow them to develop confidence in themselves, self-efficacy, and allow them to connect with their peers in a really positive way. So that was the R in RISE, risk-taking. So please come back and listen to the next episode, which will be on identity formation, the I in RISE. And this I episode, Identity Formation, the second episode in the series... Will be released Monday evening at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Talk to you then. Thank you for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please subscribe, rate, review, and share with a friend. If you would like to find more information about this podcast or my upcoming presentations, please check out my website. Perspective4parents.com. Spelled out, that's perspective, the number for parents.com. Thanks again.